2: experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. We do, we do, Does
0: anyone here know the lyrics? Ruben! Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour, Taylor's version. With four additional acoustic songs. Streaming tonight, only on Disney+. Plus.
1: Uh, I brought my mic here, so I'm good. It's um, good to re- work. Well, hopefully it'll sound okay.
0: Okay, cool. Okay, cool. I You're breaking up just a little bit, but but we'll yeah, go for I it. I know. I think I think we'll just we we just we won't keep you very long. Like yeah. when you cut out too much, you just cut out and enjoy the rest well, of your day. Well it'll be like vacay.
1: when the laptop slides up. You know, we'll just have to go with it. <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: exactly. Um if you, if, and you'll be saved.
0: <laughs> Alex, what was that? You're cutting out.
1: You just
2: tap it, and then, you just, and, and please don't call again. <laughs> don't call again.
1: <laughs> uh, feels good to laugh.
0: Uh, uh well, great. There's our cold oh, yeah. open right there. Got that recorded.
2: Out of paper, out of stock. There's friendly faces around the block. Break loose from the chains. That are causing you pain call michael and stanley jim Dwight creed call andy and kelly for your business paper needs or done the myth then the people press paper people done myth then the people press paper people done the myth then the people
0: Hello and welcome to the Michael Scott Podcast Company, a show for fans of The Office by fans of The Office. I'm your host and junior salesman, Sean Roney. And I'm Edwin James, Bahama boat captain. <laughs> and with us, as always, our producer uh, in the warehouse, Mr. Alex Ward. Uh, I'm in the Bahamas, bro. I ain't no warehouse.
1: What? Yeah, dude. Just, um, <laughs> I, you know, I, I was here and... Uh, I bought a boat from these the family
0: called the Bernards, and I'm just waiting for it to show up. <laughs> well, great, man. Uh, yeah, no, we're uh, to celebrate uh, our 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 good friend Alex being out in the
2: Bahamas. We are covering Andy at sea this week. Yes, following the, uh, the trend that we set with our Booze Cruise episode and then our Back From Vacation episode, um, we decided to take it in kind of this fun angle uh, while Alex is in uh, is the Bahamas. So uh, we're going to talk about Andy at sea in season nine, uh, when he leaves, when he comes back, and then what happens in between.
1: And I, um, I'm I actually am in the Bahamas. None of this is a joke. I This has been a trip that was planned. For, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I realized up until now it sounds like a bit, but no, I actually am here. <laughs> yeah, um, it does. I'm here with my... And yeah,
0: my, we knew he was there.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm here with my fiance and her family. We had this trip on the books for a long time. And uh, it turns out, it you know, with, with COVID precautions in tow, it was able to happen. It was a little tough to... You know, there's a lot of paperwork to do and the COVID tests and health visas and whatnot, but uh but I'm here and growing my beard out, getting
2: my hair long, buying some tropical shirts, <laughs> got my chest out, it's pretty fun. You're gonna need to bring us back a number of tropical instruments. The 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 cloppers, the thing that Andy plays, and then maybe Michael Steel drum as well. Uh yeah, one of those ridged fish. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Have you been on a boat at
1: all? Have you done any sailing? Not sailing, but uh, Captain Brian took us out snorkeling, so that was technically on a boat. Uh, but I was I went and swam with the fishes. <laughs> 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 uh, that was pretty fun. Otherwise, yeah, it's been it's been mellow. I've also been working uh, a little bit while I'm here. I this is a a plug for a different show I'm working on called American Prodigy, the kid. It's a docu series about kangaroo jr so i'm still working on that while i'm here too so it's a working vacation but if you like baseball or the 90s uh go check that show out uh for something else that i've been in the warehouse for just gonna get that plug
0: in while i can very nice no that's good definitely yeah, go check, check it out. that out um well cool well um uh yeah well Alex I know that our connection's not great so Alex may cut out eventually but um but let's get into this week's topic Andy at sea so uh, in season nine um we all remember uh, Andy going off um on his boat uh, is of course because A- uh, Ed Helms the actor was in the Hangover trilogy. Uh, and was filming The Hangover Part 3, which conflicted with filming uh, Season 9. So he kind of just left just the way he did in the show.
2: Yeah, it's definitely a big absence in the show, and it's pretty noticeable. I mean, it kind of is reminiscent of Andy being gone in anger management in terms of how the show feels. Uh, I read an interview with Greg Daniels today about writing that final season, and he mentioned a couple of things, that knowing that Ed Helms is going to be gone for that amount of time, meant that he couldn't headline the show in the way that he kind of did in season eight. And then as a writing decision, I guess the the writer's room kind of decided that they thought Andy was funnier when he was a little bit more of a dick. And so they mm. tried to weave that in in season nine a little bit. I mean, we can talk about how uh, they were wrong. That's what that was, you know, like how that kind of worked <laughs> out to his arc. Uh, but it does, kind of, knowing that um, adds a little bit of context to Andy being gone. I think
0: you might have said this already but uh the um the arc starts uh with uh the episode the boat and ends with couples discount um so we're just gonna run through um kind of everything that happens um uh, between those episodes um so let's uh let's start with the boat um Andy, of course, is um, selling off his parents, his family assets, because his dad drove them deeply into debt. Um, the dad, who was kind of um, a jerk at the garden party, kind of, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, and <laughs> Andy goes
1: to just like he went to Argentina with a younger woman. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Andy goes to just, like, make sure that just... I, I mean, he's arranging for the boat to be sold and it's going off to the Bahamas, right? Yeah, baby.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think one thing that I, I, is interesting about this, and, and those episodes of The Boat and Couples Discount are kind of like a before and after. I feel like a little bit that the Andy that we see at the beginning of Season 9 isn't the same Andy that we see at the end. And uh, in The Boat, he, him attempting... So as Jim and Pam say, he's so capable. He's doing such a good job of Hmm. of selling off the family's assets and making decisions and that kind of thing. But they were just, he was, they really had to sell the boat uh, because it was a place where they, they uh, had a lot of family summers. Um, And, uh, and so, yeah, Aaron and Andy go to check it out. Aaron kind of gets him to go out there and uh, try to take it for one last sail and and then Andy sails off into the sunset with Walt Jr. It is a crazy episode. <laughs> like I first of all I love that they have the boat is the boat
1: is moored in Stamford, probably in that same harbor that Jim can see from the office way back in season 3. Uh mm, and he, right. You know, and, and 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 Aaron's the one who's like I mean it's it's kind of heartbreaking to watch this episode because Aaron is like the most supportive girlfriend ever she's doing everything she can to keep andy's spirits up despite having to deal with his psycho dad and like selling everything <laughs> um including this uh what is it? it's like a 42 foot I'm, i was trying it's a sloop some kind of sloop i was trying to remember that 43 foot tartan tart sloop tartan sloop yes <laughs> i've i've seen a few sloops here uh out and about when i've been down here at uh, ocean <laughs> reef uh, resort, but oh. a lot of there's a couple sloops, some skiffs, a couple couple catamarans, a couple uh, dingies. Luff, luff 'em up, up. There's a <laughs> just a a menu of boats down here, and so, uh, but he, when he goes out there, like he meets this this douchebag who's taking care of his boat, or who's I guess tasked with driving hmm. the boat, and he is quickly gets in the running for the worst. Possible character in the office in like two mm. scenes. He is the worst guy. This this like schmarmy arrogant guy who keeps slapping uh, Andy's hand as he tries to raise the sails and take over his boat <laughs> and to the point yeah. where yeah. he keeps <laughs> slapping Andy's hand. He's like, "Damn it, Dad!" And uh, has ah, uh, he has <laughs> yeah. the same uh, same reaction when Robert California first walks in.
0: Yeah, played by Andrew Santino, who's actually on that uh, new. Uh, Little Dicky TV show, Dave. I am Dave. Oh. Yeah,
2: yeah. He's uh, I think uh, his name is Mike. Off. He's uh, yeah, Dave's Dave's a friend and roommate in that show. Yeah. Um, um but that's a good TV show. Go check that yeah. out if you haven't watched it. Um, but to your point, I think uh, Aaron does do a really great job of being supportive. Uh, in the Here Comes Treble episode, right before uh, the boat, I believe uh, she is talking about how. She doesn't really love or I think she even says this kind of about in this, the good old days from college. I'm trouble guys to sing Andy's song and everything. So, yeah, she's doing a lot for Andy. She's the one who and come on, let's go. Let's leave right now. She's the one who gets him out there uh, to uh, to take that one last sale. Yeah, I know. He, Aaron is like so
0: supportive and uh, and things are kind of good between them at this point. Right. I mean, yeah, uh, kind of sails off for no. I mean, he he he, he is. um like notably uh, ignorant of uh, of 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 her and the way that she feels this episode.
1: Well, you got to think if if he hadn't found Walter Junior in the liquor cabinet, like would would he've even taken her? I, I, I don't maybe. know. Yeah, you wonder. I, it doesn't I, it, he goes so immediately into like let's have some bro time? Um, and Josh Grobin, you know, is is he's getting the, he's getting that first relapse out of the way and right away he's like 3 weeks no booze you need this i need this um it just sort of falls into place suddenly and he he's acting without really thinking and this whole time it's like he's never he's never thinking about Aaron and it's really sad because it's such it's such a like nice moment between them and they've kind of been through a lot the two of them in their own way mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it really the moment she convinces him to when when Andy's sitting at the desk, and he's like, we'd have to leave right now, like the boat's mm-hmm. in Stamford, and she's like, well, let's go. It's very similar to when Pam, who's the receptionist, is driving Michael, the manager, uh, around the lecture circuit, and convinces him to go see Holly. It's like the exact same setup. Uh, the same thing happens between the receptionist and the manager yet again, and, and this time Andy just totally messes it up. Mm-hmm. Instead of finding Holly, he finds Josh Groban, drunk. <laughs>
2: The way that Aaron or the way that Andy just kind of forgets about Aaron kind of reminds me of the way that Pam is trying to appeal to Michael about when Jim is with Karen and Michael says, Pam, come on, I'm going through something here. (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember Holly from HR? We we had a incredible. it
1: was a thousand times what you and Jim have.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you think too, after everything they've been through at the end of that season eight arc, get the girl going down to Florida Andy popping out of the box. Where's the ring, Lancelot? All that stuff that happens. Lance, and then Lancelot. How excited, yeah. how excited Aaron is at the beginning of season nine. Andy's coming back today. That it mm-hmm. goes to this point uh, where they just sail away and Aaron is kind of left on the shore alone in Connecticut. She has to drive all the way back. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> th- honestly, yeah, this,
0: I mean, this story arc, like, yeah, it doesn't really seem like there was ever a reason for why they just like Andy just totally walks away from this relationship. Um, well, he it, doesn't. Though, it has always bothered like, me. Yeah. When he comes back. He's still
1: very much like, Oh, I've been dreaming about this day. Um, yeah. It's, it's really a yeah. case of he's taking, he's literally taken it all for granted. And it's like throughout this arc, he becomes such a, he becomes a lot more full of himself. Like he already really is, but he had a layer of insecurity and a layer of like anxiety that always kept it in check. And it feels like this boat trip, he just completely is like, I'm the most important thing now. And he feels that way when he comes back too. And then he's like, that's when he decides to to go after fame at, at any cost. But I mean, that, that comes mm-hmm. later. But for now, yeah, he's just completely ignorant of
2: the value that Aaron and, and the affection that Aaron is showing him. Well, and that extends to the rest of the staff. When he comes back, he expects everyone to still be, to tell him what happened, to get his own, his paychecks. He expects everything to be as it was. Yeah. Um, And ignores, and he collects the bonus. He's awful. He's chastising people for leaving. Yeah. Yeah. I should cancel my order from Zappos because the loafers have arrived. It's the it's the worst way to like welcome you. Like the Jeez. first thing to say to your staff. It's such Can you thing. imagine? Yeah, you show up in like with the long beard, totally unkempt from your long trip, and then you get mad at everyone for not being at work. Yeah, it's I, I don't
0: know if these are just jokes that just didn't really land as very funny and that was the point of it but it is just like honestly what it always has felt like is that you know the the writing staff was mad at ed helms for prioritizing another show and they just like wrote his character into the ground
2: yeah i i don't know man i i i've heard that we've talked about that (laughs) i just feel like that you couldn't like keep the you, you you like to think that the writers are trying to do what's best for the show, and I actually after reading that interview with Greg Daniels, it makes a little more sense to be like the line between nice guy Andy and angry Andy is always so fine, and I feel like they just didn't land it right. That uh, his, yeah, his being a, yeah, yeah,
1: it it felt like they needed to make a a common enemy for The Office at this point because like everyone's getting along so well except for you know some of the smaller plot arcs, and it's like. I guess if Andy's making everyone's lives difficult and it's, but it's not, he doesn't make their lives difficult in the same way that Michael did, which was a little more endearing. This is like him being actively kind of being an asshole and it's, it's very difficult to watch. And it's, yeah, it's, it's just like a lot of times it's just not, it's just not funny. It's just like, like Mm. you even hear, he talks about how he's like, Oh, there's great. As long as I have great internet, I could do my job. Uh, he was doing it all over the Bahamas. And then Aaron's like, well, he emailed me four times in three months. So it's not like he's, yeah. you know, like she's willing to give him the benefit of the doubt at every turn throughout this arc. You tweeted yeah, me and a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And then once, <laughs> you know, once she realizes what happens, she's like, yeah, I'm out of here. I'm going to uh, Pete's got a nice butt. I'm going go to go. I'm going to go to Pete.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I totally lost my train of thought. Of, so Sorry. Um, I, I will, brought up Pete's butt and you we, started th- I, I get it,
1: it's cool Oh <laughs> yeah, it. It
2: totally derailed me Yeah, <laughs> it's sick It's sick um, Okay, here's, here's what it was So, thinking about season 9 There isn't any sort of over-the-top figure In the manager in terms of corporate uh, That is making life difficult Or introducing new challenges for the staff You think about the way that mm-hmm. Michael was always creating challenges And then he had Jan uh, or Wallace or Ryan or whomever or Joe as this over this additional layer on top. So they were always kind of worried about what was going to happen if they're going to get downsized or if you know et cetera. And then in, in by season nine, especially with James Spader gone and the company going back to Dunder Mifflin with David Wallace in charge, they, they, it doesn't seem like anyone's worried about David Wallace creating impossible scenarios for him for them i mean the one of the biggest things that david wallace does is is ask dwight to go pitch the white pages so he's not creating this conflict within the office and a lot of that does end up coming from andy yeah that's a good point well a lot of that business at least the white pages come from clark too that's true i oh man (laughs) when when (laughs) walks in and he says where's the quiznos and dwight says you're the quiznos (laughs) Yeah, I I it's, it's, yes. it's, wanted for a long time to have my job title be I'm the Quiznos, but I didn't feel like a lot of people. Would. <laughs>
1: it's a lot of a lot of season nine jokes are really good, but no one's gonna pick them up because they're they're the, the writing in, in a lot of ways it gets it gets even it's a lot quicker and like the pacing's even quicker. Like they're getting a lot more jokes off. But oh my god, that scene the way the way Melora Harden... Physi- the way she physically approaches clark and circles him and has him spin around <laughs> is just delightful it's such a good scene
0: <laughs> you mad boy oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i want to get uh, talk about like some of the other things that happen along the way i mean uh, in the in the next episode uh, the whale uh, we you know we talked about <laughs> um uh the video call from the boat uh that uh, uh <laughs> when when andy uh, loses yeah. the computer off of the side of the sailboat <laughs> he's been sailing for two he's been out
1: there for that, two that's days that's like
2: <laughs> that's one of my last sort of endearing andy moments i feel like where i really like Andy andy's yes. character because like him just not having any survival skills or real life skills is totally amplified when you put them on the boat in the middle of the ocean. Yeah.
1: <laughs> if you're worried yeah. about any part of my this image,
2: about burn my eyes. this
1: image into your brain. Yeah, a man in his boat and uh, <laughs> the, the laptop slides off and the way, and, and then uh, Aaron just like turns her sideways and is still waving at him. It's
2: great. <laughs> yeah. The drinking water, the water pump, the computer, the three <laughs> sort of lifelines mm-hmm. for Andy. <laughs>
1: I would have loved a quick shot of Walter Jr. singing and or singing in the background crazily.
0: That would have made uh, the scene, entire. I know we moved,
2: we moved yeah, out from yes. the boat a little bit, but the, at the end, when Walter Jr. finds the guitar and they start playing as they <laughs> sail off into the sunset, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's
1: so good. I, I, I know I'm jumping back. At, I'm jumping ahead again, but just the when Meredith do it walks in to check in on Andy <laughs> just like she's just like <laughs> yeah. so your brother's at that rehab center is the one outside Philadelphia no no it's in New Mexico oh okay okay how are you holding up <laughs> Meredith we're done okay <laughs> just <Yeah>. taking shots <laughs> love it
2: she's like i can be there in 2 hours <laughs> yeah how's was like that gorgeous brother of yours doing <laughs> i wish we could have gotten another mention of the glare bear but Andy calls the sun
1: oh my god i forgot about that (laughs) yeah you're right that is you're right that is totally the last endearing part of andy's that that skype call the only thing keeping him sane maybe that's what it was
0: i would have loved more um uh scenes from the boat (laughs) yeah even just a couple of of uh of him and Walter Jr just hanging out.
2: It could have been a funny tag if if they if they're, if they're uh, to that particular episode if if they're playing guitar on the boat together and one of them drops the guitar into the water. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I know, but then they would have had to they would have had to tip their hand to the fact that a camera crewman went
2: on the boat with them on that journey. <laughs> Right. In a separate boat to film them. Yeah. yeah
1: right.
2: But just just they imagine it. it. They... Just imagine Andy with the guitar more than we. and then it just falls into the water. No, no, no. Well, and what's funny is that with Andy gone, like very little actually seems to change within the office. They mentioned it a couple of times. Mm. Obviously, Aaron is going through a lot. No woman, no mm. cry. Uh, <laughs> and she gets that email from Andy about how he's going to stay longer and Dwight Christmas um maybe see the hobbit <laughs> uh
0: mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> but uh then they just kind of use it they just kind of allude to it but when pam goes to philadelphia and she's like that's right andy's gone i can just do what i want so um mm-hmm. the, but the work still seems to get done they all seem to continue to do well
1: yeah well david comes back and he's like whatever you know you guys have had this great quarter you know keep it up good work um and really what what happens during this whole arc that he's gone is we basically get the Jim and Pam dynamic back early Jim and Pam back in the office, which is Pete kind of pining after the receptionist, but knowing, and she's dating someone who's not there. So basically Andy becomes Roy for this arc and uh, Pete becomes Jim and Aaron is Pam.
2: Yeah. It is nice to get that, you know, that, that energy again. Um, Mm -hmm. And like, it does, it does inject some new life into the show. Like, you know, we can talk about clark and pete in another episode but i it is interesting the way that they come in as kind of new blood um for the show mm-hmm. and and yeah like it's it's fun to watch that dynamic play out again although it is a little different because uh there's an episode uh which one episode is it? it's season nine episode 12 customer loyalty when nelly creates the youth task force uh and then realizes that Aaron and pete have a lot of chemistry and that they're flirting a lot mm-hmm. and she mentions it in a conference room meeting uh, and about customer loyalty or, uh, and uh, everyone in the office acknowledges that they know. Kevin says, why do we have to say Mr. X? We just say Pete. Everyone knows that that's who Aaron is flirting with. Um, yeah. And Phyllis, ha- Phyllis has this line. Well, Andy's cute, but he's too vanilla. Whereas Pete, he's just one sick dude. I mean, you know this guy likes to get weird. <laughs>
1: uh, what is the line... That just reminded me, there's some line where it's like, I can't do that around these type of people. It makes me, oh, I, I can't remember. And, then, and Stanley says like, oh, same here, but with horny people. Do you know the line I'm talking about? <laughs> I can't be around sad people. It makes me sad. <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you. I <laughs> can't be around horny people. Thanks I'm me. the same with horny people. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh.
2: <laughs> but I guess you know, let's like how does Andy coming back set up the rest of the show? That was something else that I was kind of thinking about. Like when Andy comes back, it's it's kind of the the end of season nine kind of moves a lot forward in terms of momentum. We see Jimmy I mean maybe it's just by nature of it being closer to the end of the end of the uh season but it seems like things start to pick up and wrap up in that time angela and the senator and dwight i guess jim and pam an athlete and stuff but um and then of course andy getting back is kind of um the beginning of the end of his arc which is him trying to become famous uh by any means necessary i guess uh mm-hmm. but the be- the beginning of yeah, baby Wawa. i think, yeah we don't need to talk about the rest of andy's arc I and mean, we did an Andy episode and we could talk a little more about it but I, i'm just kind of curious about like What do you think happened to him on the boat trip that made him be the way he is when he comes back? Like, I mean, Walter Jr. seems really dumb.
0: So, and maybe, like, has maybe a skewed perspective on reality because he's just a pretty rich boy and has had everything handed to him. I mean, I wonder if Andy, like, just... Is mimicking his brother a little bit when he, it, you know what I mean? Is kind of like spending so much time with Walter Jr. that he's kind of becoming Walter Jr. and that he just doesn't really think that he needs to take on any responsibility in life. Mm. I, that's the best I can come up with.
1: I, I think, I think there's an, I think there's a slight element of that. I, I wonder too if it, it has to do a little bit with how he is overcoming the specter of his father a little bit. And he he talks about this when he's selling mm-hmm. all his stuff in the boat of like, I'm the man oh, of the yeah, family okay. now. Like my dad's a psycho. he And now I'm the man and now I get to sail the boat. And I think he basically kind of starts to become his father a little bit because he's mm. essentially overcome this thing that his father has, has, is basically been shadowing over him his whole life and been telling Andy that he's not good enough forever. And then his dad messes everything up for his family. Andy becomes the guy and assumes that same place of like, I'm the guy now. And it goes to his head and he gets a little power hungry and gets, I don't know, just starts thinking he can do whatever he wants.
2: Man. Those are really good yeah. points. I mean, I, I agree with the stuff you brought up. They both seem like there would be reasons. I think too, like it seems like, the outcome of an existential sort of soul searching trip that Andy goes on is quit your day job and do and chase your dream. You know, it's just, uh, -hmm. it's just that he's so late in life when he chooses his dream and he needs a job with a lot of slack as Daryl says, (laughs) uh, and, or they all give him a lot of reasons. You're entering a very competitive industry with no contacts you know, all of that stuff. Um, but it does seem to kind of be like a quit your day job sort of thing where to, to chase the dream, so to speak. It is a little bit of evidence to your
1: point, Sean, about the writer's albeit a a petty move of like making Andy a dick, of like, oh, he's gonna go pursue acting. He's like, I'm gonna go be a big Hollywood star in the
0: hangover. Fine. That's what you <laughs> Yeah, right. Do. I
2: mean, there are parallels.
0: <laughs> I mean it was the third hangover. Yeah, he
2: broke away from the Wolf Pack. Yeah. Yeah. He <laughs> broke away from the Dunner Mifflin Wolf Pack to <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Those yeah,
1: movies I, I think really Andy, do not age well. I just think Andy was so messed up by his dad <laughs> that once his dad's out of the picture, He he's kind of in a free fall. That's how much... Like I blame a lot of that on his dad. It's just, just yeah, totally that's messed good. him up. Money money, and his terrible father. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, you think, too, Like he says to Aaron, my parents are almost never happy at the same time, which is like, wow, that's a grim way to think about relationships. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's rough. I do say um, I do think be- that uh one one effective choice that they made with this arc was with Aaron and with Andy coming back and Aaron resolving to break up with Andy but not being able to, uh, they do hmm. a good job of having it be when David Wallace is on the speakerphone and she comes back in and she, she kind of has that cathartic moment to Andy. And then David says, Hey Andy's still on here. What was that about three months? I thought that was an effective way. To sort of break that open tell david wallace what happened um because then mm-hmm. pete also makes that appeal like i just want you to be happy which gives her the mm. you know the impulse to go and say that but i thought that was an effective mm. way to tell david wallace without having any individual character betray him on
1: purpose <laughs> good old david Wallace. you know andy buckley does his best work over speakerphone calls on this show <laughs> that's so <laughs> true
0: <Yeah. laughs> he's on speakerphone a lot <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be uh, well, a good gents, gig. I, you're
2: just you're reading your lines, probably got them right in front of you. Yeah, it's just <laughs> on set with a
1: coffee. gents i gotta hop off here get back to my bahama life but um uh any other any other thoughts any other last things about uh, anything about the bahamas i can tell you about before i go hmm do people say jaruba jaruba that's the only thing people say (laughs) it's very difficult to
2: get around No, i'm surprised by that (laughs) you just need to make sure that you see a life of pie and the hobbit you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, for real. True Bernard no, it's, experience.
0: It's,
1: it's truly a, it's truly a wonderful place. Yeah. Some good old Everyone
2: 2013
0: should. movies. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> should come visit. Well, cool, man. Well, you have a great night and uh, we'll talk to you soon, buddy. Yeah, man. Take care. Right, have,
1: have, have fun with the
0: rest of the show, guys. All Hadi. right. Yo, amigo. Uh, well, edwin what, what uh, I guess we could just wrap this part of the show up. What, what was your um what do you think the best moments were or your favorite part
2: of this of this arc i mean i think the best part is andy embarking on the boat and and i get that we leave aaron and he leaves aaron behind which isn't uh, which isn't the the best but that i i have we've talked about it before that maybe if andy had sailed off on the boat and didn't return until the finale and went on this Mm -hmm. kind of quest to find himself that might have been a more satisfying end to his character 100% um and that that to me is like Andy kind of reclaiming that bit of himself and embarking. But um, it's 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 uh, undercut a little bit by the way that he comes back and isn't appreciative or uh, of uh, the rest of his staff and coworkers. Um, but yeah, that moment is really good. And then yeah, I'm trying to think of other really good highlight moments. I do think it's pretty funny when uh, they try to set up Andy with all the fake ideas uh, to uh, David <laughs> Wallace and everything, Kathy Ireland. <laughs> balloons the warehouse fire all that stuff is pretty funny so yeah yeah um, yeah a lot of that there i don't know man do you have any highlight moments
0: i mean not not too much i i uh i didn't have too much time to go back and rewatch everything from this arc um but uh but i think that the you know just like the show does fine without Andy is, is kind of just my takeaway from it. Um, which is why he didn't, I, which is why I, I agree with you. I think that, you know, he could have just come back in the finale at this, like at this point, but, um, uh, yeah, I mean, honestly, I'm, I'm, I, I don't love this part of the show. I, I didn't love what happened with Andy's character and, uh, it it just kind of felt like the show this is when for me it really began to feel like okay the show is like really winding down and so i don't typically go back and rewatch these episodes this is kind of like about the time that i just jump back to season season 1 or 2
2: mm-hmm. i mean i know uh, that this is a different opinion with a lot of office fans and probably our listeners out there but like i don't necessarily watch a full season in sequential order all the way through and start over, which I imagine would be a pretty good viewing experience. But yeah, it's very easy in rewatching to avoid episodes from season nine, but I actually kind of enjoy that because of the show that we, we gotta go back and kind of watch these episodes again, try to unpack them a little bit more. Mm-hmm. They're so heavy with plot and there's so many storylines um, that it's fun to kind of chop one out and, and take a look at it kind of on its own, which is nice. But, uh, but yeah.
0: Most definitely. I mean, yeah, I want to say, too, it's like, you know, we've gotten um, some mail before from people just saying, like, hey, you know, Andy is, like, my favorite character. Uh, Like, I'm so bummed to hear that you don't like him. And I'm not saying, I am not saying that I don't like Andy. I do like Andy. And that's kind of why I was sort of disappointed by, you know, his, uh, this arc in particular and what happens after it. Yeah. but, uh, I mean, I, I love Andy, and, you know, when he does, the, like, the 12 Days of Christmas Birds for Andy uh, – sorry, for Aaron, and, like, you know, all these – I think he's I, – I got a lot of joy out of him being, like, a, a
2: positive character. Yeah, I agree. I love Andy. I think the way that Jim, – Jim reacting to Andy specifically always makes me laugh. Yes. Uh, <laughs> like, when Andy confronts him about the rumor that he could be gay – or when uh, Andy <laughs> tells him that he has a hard time deciding between his stage makeup and his work makeup or <laughs> just any moment like that. Um, any, any big tuna interaction is great. <laughs> Andy, Andy is hilarious. Yes. He's one of the more like surprising and unpredictable characters in the show. Um, but yeah, to your point, like you just wish he could end it a little bit differently. Um, but yeah, but yeah, he's the night yeah. dog. Come on
0: the nard die. well there you go Andy. actually you know
2: fun piece of news before we wrap up i read that uh sure. or i saw that ed helms was on ellen recently i think to promote or i think it was ellen it might have been a different talk show to promote he's in a new mike sure show coming out this week called rutherford falls um by the time mm. this comes out this will yeah it'll be a couple days from now i think it premieres on uh friday the 22nd but um, oh sweet check it out um but, uh, yeah, he said that a four-year-old recognized him as Dog, which was kind of surreal, which is so funny.
0: <laughs> That's awesome.
2: I really like that. Uh, well, cool, man. Well, let's uh, let's move on to a little conference room. Five minutes.
1: Right now. Right now. Conference room.
2: Topic. Hope, hurry. Let's go. You know, we were talking about how uh, this episode or this type of episode where it's just Sean and I, we should call it a senior Lodenstein. Because it's the episode where we get where there's nobody in the warehouse. Our producer in the warehouse, Mister Alex Ward, is not with us at this point. So um, we're gonna have to figure out how to get those boxes into the truck. Now that uh, now that uh, I've driven the forklift into the wall. <laughs> yeah, uh,
0: yeah, we have a lot of fun, but we don't get much done. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, for uh, for this is like a T-shirt uh, conference room. I just wanted to. Uh, we just got a couple listener uh, things that we'd love to share. Um, this comes from Elsa emailed us. Uh, she says, as I have been listening to episodes, a- a- episodes after episodes every day, I have noticed some trends. And so I made a bingo card. If your listeners want to play a little game while listening to you, it is all in good fun, of course. Um, this is so great oh and we will, um, we will post, uh, we'll post this card so that you can actually play it at home, but, um, you'll, uh, I'm sure you'll get a blackout
2: st- every time if you listen to one of our <laughs> Yes.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, because there's some stuff on here that we do a lot. Like, uh, Sean says definitely, um, <laughs> or, uh, or, uh, Edwin uh mentioned Stanley's five by five or any of us mentioned. Okay, Robert it's a California. it's a three by
2: five. I've I've corrected. I I've learned. I know I've said five by <laughs> five before, but three by five so, is correct. Um what's three so sugars, good about five creams. Is... And you know what? I almost mentioned it. I almost mentioned it in this particular episode. So <laughs> um, I was really so close. I was this... really, really close. <laughs> what's great is
0: that this card has both Edwin mentions Stanley's five by five and Edwin mentions Stanley's three by five. Um,
2: (laughs) Okay. All right. Ooh. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Point taken. (laughs) That's hilarious. One on here is Sean says the wrong character's name corrects himself right away. I just did that (laughs) earlier (laughs) with Andy and Aaron. Um, uh, It's like they've been listening (laughs) to
2: us.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I love there's some on here that are like, uh, Alex, uh, (laughs) drops the wrong clip by mistake or Alex drops two clips at at once by mistake. Um, yeah, there's, these are very funny. Clearly, clearly you have listened to us, uh, for a while. So thanks Elsa for listening, uh, for which is amazing.
2: Thank you very much for listening. This
0: (laughs) is honestly a great honor and, uh, we're excited to share it with all 'all. y'all. Um, so this will go up on, uh, on Facebook today. Mm Mm-hmm you can awesome. play along. Um yeah, what you got?
2: Uh so uh we well well this episode is a little bit truncated this week, a little bit abbreviated just cuz of with scheduling and everything. Um, but we wanted to find time to get an episode out especially with Alex on vacation. Um uh, so I just have one quick trivia. Actually, you know what? We, we seen your senior lone scene porque es muy rápido, just like this episode.
0: <laughs> yes. Um,
2: <laughs> So I have, a, uh, I have a very quick one-off trivia question for you, which comes from CJ okay. on Instagram. Um, nice. How much is the check that Kevin writes to Mrs. Pam Halpert for love's eternal glory? Isn't it $100? Uh, is it? It's not $100. <sighs> it's the same price as uh, the Serenity by Jan Candle. <laughs> Remember that from last week. Oh, crud i don't <laughs> it's forty dollars forty dollars to 40 love's do? eternal okay. glory yeah
0: i'm gonna write
2: to love's eternal glory <laughs> <laughs> first time pam sees it in writing so there you go
0: uh well i'm i'm over for one this time uh i'll get them next time please if you have trivia that you'd like to share, you can uh, you can send it through Instagram uh, or Facebook, where we are the Michael Scott Podcast Company, or you can email us, mspodcastcompany at gmail.com, or you can send us bingo cards there as well. Um, you can call us, 503 694 9314. We got a website, michael scottpod.com. Uh, and uh, oh, yeah, we do a this week. Th-
2: episode soon.
0: Yeah, yeah. We'll also. Um, you know, oh, Sorry, Definitely, we going. Will, We will have a voicemail episode coming soon. We've been getting. You said it. You um, said A it. lot more. What? Definitely. <laughs> she got me. Oh,
2: <laughs> you're in our heads. Um,
0: yeah. Good work, Elsa. <laughs> but uh, uh, <laughs> this week uh, there will be. Uh, we will reprise this, Senor Lodenstein with our Patreon. Uh, mailbag episode because uh, Alex won't be around for that, so this is just going to be an Edwin and Sean uh, Patreon mailbag episode. So you can check that out by joining us at Patreon.com/slash Michael Scott. You can become Scott's top for five bucks a month, uh, and uh, you support the show, uh, and together we make a donation to the Third Good Marshall College Fund. Um, so, uh, so yeah, join us on, on Patreon, and thank you so much to our Patreon members. Uh, we love you guys so much. We can't wait to uh, get to all your questions this week. And um, uh very special thanks to uh, Ryan Lloyd, who helps us with our social media and designs all our artwork.
2: This episode was recorded in Portland, Oregon over video chat. Thank you for listening. It means so much to us that we can... You know that we get to interact with everyone. That people send us questions. That some somebody's listening enough to make a bingo card for us is amazing. Um, <laughs> yeah, it just it makes doing the show so much more fun. And just to know that you know we're um, interacting with everyone and that that people are listening and uh, that you'll hang out with us for a little bit of time means the world to us. So yeah, uh, thank you as always. We truly, truly appreciate it. Um, you're the reason we got in the paper business. Uh, and <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Take care. Stay safe. And we'll see you next week. Pippity poppity, give me the (laughs) zop.
0: Yes, Yes, sir. Uh, Alex, can you clean that up? Thanks.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Seeking the truth never gets old.